Are you seeking more energy, inspiration, wisdom? If so, you're not alone. Each episode is a glimpse into the live discussions we're creating at TogetherWeSeek.online. I'm JJ Geronimo, a lightworker and curious soul, interviewing some amazing practitioners and lightworkers to explore inspiration and ancient wisdom with the goal of illuminating our knowing, brightening our path, and further manifesting our work. Hello, hello, this is JJ DiGeronimo, and I am thrilled to be with you in this new year. Today, we have Beckett with us today, which I'm super excited. I believe this is going to be an ongoing conversation. So hopefully you'll join us and continue to listen in as he shares his wisdom with us. Before I get started with Beckett, I just want to share with you that we will continue to have great programming inside TogetherWeSeek.online. And today we're talking about human design and how it can help you discover more about your life's work. So Beckett, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. So some of you may or may not know, but we have known each other for decades and we have been through this journey, uh, which I don't think any of us would have known (laughs) back in the 80s. I don't think any of us would have known that this was happening. I feel like we were brought together well before we knew that we would be doing energetic work together. So I'm super excited to have you here today. Yeah, right. Who knew? Like you think back then and think, look where we are now. It was never on the never on the uh, platform to know that this is where it would take us, but it's exciting. It sure is. It sure is. So tell us a little bit about maybe just your journey and sort of how did you get to some of this energetic work? Um, you know, I think I dove into spirituality years ago, um, long, probably got a good 20 years ago. I was in Charlotte. And found a community and and just knew there had to be more. There had to be something more. Something didn't make sense to me. And I did this whole self-journey of, you know, looking at all different religions and reading a lot of books and going, what do I believe? Right? Like, what is my core belief? And through that, I realized that, you know, there was something bigger than what we were being taught. And so it just set me out on this journey to find those different modalities and tools. And eventually it's led me to where I am today and practicing with human design, gene keys, and all that consciousness and energetic stuff. I love it. I love it. So many of the listeners that may have heard of human design, or maybe they've even pulled a profile, but in your exploration, you know, why, what is it about human design that really attracts you to the information, the way that it shares sort of insights into who we are? I think human design at its core really shows people how uniquely different we are. It really kind of shows you your unique blueprint, your unique qualities, traits that you're here and what you came in with, you know, and in addition to like most of us have had our natal charts pulled or, you know, numerology or all those types of things. And those are all fantastic tools too. But I think human design just gives you insight into more key aspects of yourself that you don't see in those other modalities and can really help you feel validated. I hear that a lot every time I've used human design with clients or my groups. They're like, oh my God, I was born this way. Like, it's okay for me to be like this. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Like, this is uniquely who you are. And so now how do I work with that? Yeah, I love that. And I know that did that for me. I'm a three, five, and I'm a big, as you have taught me, a big trial and error. Because sometimes I'm like, I'm so tired. I'm running around trying all these things. Nothing's working. And then you said to me, 
That's your role. That's what you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be trying all these things and then bringing back the best of the best and sharing them, which Mm -hmm. if anyone, you guys all know here, like that's what I've done in a lot of my books too. But if you don't know that about yourself, sometimes you think you're a little crazy. (laughs) Well, yeah. And for me, like I'm a manifesting generator. So we're supposed to have two or three or four things going on at once. And we pivot between a lot of things. And I always felt like I'm crazy, right? Like I'm always wanting to do this or that or this. And then if something doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean we have to finish those things. It may mean it doesn't light us up anymore. It's time to pivot. Whereas other people might look at us and go, you're flaky. You don't follow through. You don't, you know, do things. But the reality is that's my design. I do follow through on the things that light me up and those things that don't, I'm to let go and surrender and move on. Mm-hmm. You know, once I realized that, I felt like, okay, I'm not crazy. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you have a theme. So basically use the same data point. So for any of you who have done birth charts or anything, you use your birthday, your birth time, and your birth location. And it gives you essentially some, well, it gives you a ton of information, but there's some essential information that you can get some great insight. And you brought up manifesting generators. So can you talk about the different types of profiles in regards to like how people can figure that out. There's absolutely, there's five profiles that you'll come out with, right? And they're very generic. So not, not all, and everybody has asked me, does that mean we're all the same? And it's like, no, because then it goes further into your body graph, which is what you'll pull when that information comes, you'll get a human design body graph. So there's generators, there's manifesting generators, there's manifestors, there's projectors, and then there's reflectors. So those are the basic five types. Reflectors are the most rare. They're less than 1% of the population. I personally know of two reflectors. Um, They're not something you're going to come across. Generators and manifesting generators make up the most bulk of the types. And then it, you know, decreases down from there. Projectors, manifestors. Actually, there's more projectors than manifestors, which surprise a a lot of people. But depending where you fall, that those are the basic types of human design. Then your profile plays into it, right? Your your single definition, your energy type, then your cross will play into it. So that's where all the pieces start to come together, which I know probably makes no sense to anybody right now. <laughs> but it is interesting because I've I've actually pulled my own human design, which you can do right now by just you know typing in Google human design and you can put in your information, you can see the basic information. And for me, I thought it was interesting, but I was like, ah, what to do with this? What to do with this? So how did you get to a point that you could make sense of this for people in a way that they could either use it professionally or personally? Well, I think when I pulled it, you know, same thing, I pulled mine and I had somebody do my reading and it was, you know, basic booklet of the basic information. But when I pulled the graph, it was like, it didn't really tell me the top part of the graph. And actually, I can, JJ, share it if you want me to. Okay, great. Yep. Yes. So this is a graph that you'll pull um, from human design. This is what basically you'll come out with. There's a couple different websites that do it that might look a little differently, but this is basically what you'll see. So when I got my reading, most people just focus on your strategy and your inner authority, which is how do you make decisions, right? Like, is it from your gut? Is it a gut response? Is it like an intuition? Is it, you know, an, an emotional response? And then your your strategy of how do you execute those decisions? So most human design readers will just tell you, concentrate on that and don't worry about the rest. But for me, it was like, well, what about all this other stuff up here? <laughs> like, what is my profile? And, you know, what is my not self theme? And 
And what is my incarnation cross and what do I do with that? So for me, it just I just started diving in deeper to learn that. And I figured this is all very valuable information that can help people really use human design in a way I didn't see a lot of readers doing. Yeah, so you talked a little bit about the type. So just to give people an ex- example, so that your type, when it comes up with the human design, it's like how you show up in the world. Right. So a lot of people will say also your rising sign, how you show up in the world. So projectors are different than generators, are different than manifesting generators, are different than, you know, reflectors. Who am I forgetting? Generators, manifesting generators, reflectors, projectors, manifestors. Right. Yes. So I feel like that's kind of like how you show up. We each kind of have a major role that we're doing. But right. then can you talk a little bit about then what you're like, what insight does your profile number give you? Yeah, your profile number then gives you like your. So on this chart, these numbers over here are your conscious energies. They are what came in with you when you were born. OK, so you're conscious of these. You're aware of these. These numbers over here are your unconscious energies. These were imprinted on you three months prior to your birth. So it's themes that would come up in your life that you may not be consciously aware that are happening. So your profile, which like for this profile is a 6-2, JJ is a 3-5, right? So the 6 would be the conscious. The number below would be the unconscious. So you learn how to work with those energies in, in addition to the type of human design you are, right? So 6-2, like 6s. They're the big finishers. They're the role models of the world. They've probably been through a lot. They have three very distinct stages in their life of where they go through a lot of stuff, a lot of trial and error, because in the end, by the time they hit their 50s, they're going to step into being a role model. So all that wisdom, everything they learned, they now are going to embody that and share it with everybody. So sixes are, you know, big in that teacher aspect. You'll see a lot of projectors like This goes really well with this human design because projectors are overall big idea thinkers. And they also don't work a typical 40-hour work week. Projectors don't generate their own energy. So they have to be very mindful of where they're putting their energy and and how they're putting it, you know. So it works well with this 6-2 profile, right? And then the two is, is them being inquisitive and figuring out, okay, there's what do I do with these ideas? How do I bring them about? And then that would go into, well, what is this person's vocation? What is their calling, right? How are they going to use that? And that also plays into this incarnation cross where it gives you your life purpose of why you're here. So all of these pieces would put together, how does that work? And then it would bridge over to Gene Keys. So profiles give you more insight into how you're operating in your personality. Right. What is my personality? Like JJ, you said as a three, I'm always testing and trying and testing and trying. And that can be an exhausting profile. Three fives can be very difficult because here's the three fives. Threes are testing. Fives are people who are put on a pedestal. But the people that also love them will be the same people that will turn on them if they don't deliver what they think they should deliver. So it can sometimes be so for a five, they have to make sure they don't take other people's projections to heart. And understand that it has nothing to do with them. They're just there to deliver the messages or teach whatever they're to teach. But it's a three fives are a tough profile. (laughs) You know, so to work with you as a generator, you know, it gives JJ that personality type to go, okay, I'm a generator. She's a doer. She's a builder. Generators, we need them. They build things. So it makes sense that she also tests 
and fluctuates to see what works, what doesn't, because she's going to share what does work. So in other words, do what I did. Don't do what I didn't do and didn't work out. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. I think today what I want to show people is that this is another tool. Some of us use 360. Some of us have done Myers-Briggs or Strength Finders. I use the birth chart. Now I'm starting to work with you on human design. I feel like the insight we can gain from these tools allow us to gain more confidence in our life's work, but also gives us a little bit of breathing room to recognize that like when we're in it and we might be having a hard time or whatever, we understand more of who we are and why we might be experiencing that. Yeah. And that's, and that's, you know, and that's key. And I actually did a spreadsheet one time and I shared this with JJ. I took of all the readings I had. I did my birth chart. I did my human design. I did my gene keys. I did my neurology. And I wanted to see what was the common themes, right? And what was giving me the most insight. And what I found was human design and gene keys really filled in the gaps where the others we're kind of missing out, right? Yeah, so I definitely want to kind of tell people what gene keys are. I know we can't get into all of that today, but at least gives people an idea of some just level setting for people of what is it. It's not scary. It's not dangerous. It's just another tool to give you additional insight to help you maneuver your life's path is how I view it. Yeah, I say human design is a blueprint in the doorways. Gene keys is the keys to getting into there. So it's once you know your human design and your blueprint, you're going, okay, this is what I am, right? I'm a generator. I'm three, five. Now what do I do with that? Gene keys really gives you insight into each of those things because there's three distinct paths in gene keys. There's your activation path, which is your life purpose, your life work. There's your Venus path, which is your relationships, your friendships, your love, your wounding that you're going to overcome. And then there's your pearl, which is your your money, your business, your culture, right? What am I here to do? What type of culture do I work well with? What type of people do I work well with? So those three paths really interconnect in gene keys and give you more insight into your human design. Mm -hmm. This is great. And we have many people online today, so I'm going to save some time for questions because I'm sure people have them. Uh, so I know you've been doing this with different people. I know you've done it for professionals, for their businesses, and then also themselves. I guess what's the hardest part for people to wrap their mind around? You know, a lot of the times, especially when I do the incarnation cross, people are always tell me I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. And and so, it, but the hard part is like, how did you know this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when I give them that, it's like, how is how are you speaking directly to me? And it's like, I'm just the messenger. I'm just sharing your blueprint and, and understanding that like, it's okay that I'm different, right? It's okay that I operate this way. It's okay that we don't have to operate the way society has taught us to operate, you know, especially like projectors will try very hard to be generators. And they're not. Do you know what I mean? Generators are builders. They can go, go, go. They want to do steps one through 10. Projectors can't do that. And so I'll see that a lot. They, you know, projectors have to wait for an invitation. That confuses a lot of people. What do you mean wait? I have to just sit here and it's like, no, you have to focus on being you and do your work, but understand that invitations will come to you. Then it's up to you to decide if that's work you want to indulge in, right? It goes against the whole grind and hustle of society that's taught us. When you work with your design, it's I think that's the most difficult thing for people is to step away from what we've been taught and 
embody this new way of thinking and, and see how it can actually help you move forward in your business or your relationships in new ways. Yeah, and we talked about this last week. Beck and I talk all the time because we're always finding new insightful videos or books or and we were talking last week about a friend of yours that had a coach, had a business coach that was a different human design from them. So the advice the business coach was giving to them seemed so confusing because it wasn't, I think, did you say the coach was a projector and the, the student was like a generator? Like they were totally different. It was, yeah, it was opposite. The coach was a generator and the, yes. the client was a projector. And so he was getting really frustrated because the coach is like, just go, you know, go live, do this seven days a week, go like this. And he could only do three or four. And then he would, and he's tried this a couple of times. He's like, I feel like a failure. I said, cause you're not, your design doesn't work that way. You're not meant to do that that way. And your heart center is defined, which means you have to wait until your heart is telling you to do something. You have to wait to go, okay, I'm feeling it now go. So your generator coach is telling you, go, 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 because she can, that's what she can do, but that's not how you operate, you know? And for him, it was a huge epiphany and he kind of, it made him shift and realize, okay, I don't have to beat myself up because I can't do this. I can now honor and work with the way I'm supposed to do it. And so now once he shifted that, and I actually ended up working with his coach as well, and she realized I gave him wrong information you know what I mean? So now she's trying to use that differently with her own clients to understand that they can't go the way I go, right? It, we're two different types. And so I think, again, it just proves how we're uniquely different. I love that. I love that. Okay. So, you know, I'm going to open up here in a few minutes, but I just want to review once again. So tell us a little bit again, just so people leave the call and they know the basics. And then what I think we should do is maybe schedule like a real event online where we can pull our charts you know, and we can invest in you to kind of go through some of our charts with us, because I feel like that would help all of us if we could do that together and we could ask questions about our charts. But that will have to be like an event, like a webinar or something online that we can do that. Okay, so tell us again, human design basically gives you your profile or blueprint of who you are, but then your incarnation cross, what is that? How do you view that as, is it part of your human design? Yeah. So your incarnation cross on, and I don't have it up now, but when you get your profile, it'll be the very last box. It will say your incarnation cross and it will have a title. And basically your incarnation cross is four things. There's four gates, right? There's your conscious sun, your conscious earth, your unconscious sun, your unconscious earth. So it's got your conscious energy and your unconscious energy. It's basically your life purpose, right? One, the first gate deals with your life purpose. The other one will tell you how to get yourself back to center, right? To, to ground yourself. The other one will tell you what your triggers are to more self-acceptance and what will pop up in your life. And the, and the last one will show you how you connect spiritually or whatever your belief system is, but how you your connection is with something bigger outside of yourself. So those are the four gates of your incarnation cross, which will also be your four gene keys on your activation profile so that's why i always tell people if you can work with your incarnation cross and human design first it's then easier to slide over to your gene keys to really understand that because gene keys is all about contemplation human design like i said gives you the contemplation but the blueprint it's a little more practical and it's not so much contemplation as here you go here are the pieces and the parts mm -hmm. 
So good. So good. Okay. So people want to find you because I'm always encouraging people to reach out to people without me in mind. Like, you know, let's make this a spoke and everyone can connect indirectly and directly with each other. So how do they find you, Beckett? Um, You can find me on my website, which I can put it in the chat. I can even post it in your group. Um, I'm also on Instagram, but I'm getting ready to launch just a human design and gene keys Instagram um, to where it will just have more info on that so people can really access that because that's been something that's requested to me but on my website and i can put it even in the chat there is a page just on human design and gene keys you can reach out to me you can have a reading you can have a blueprint on whatever you would like or if you have questions please feel free to just message me with questions i just want to thank you for joining us and i hope to see you again into the together we seek community i definitely want to get something scheduled we can do this as a group maybe with our favorite beverage and just enjoying each other's company and just learning because I feel like we learn from each other's questions too. And I think we could just dive into this for hours, probably if we let ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it would be beneficial for you guys to see a reading done and go through your charts because it'll really make more sense because human design, I get it. It's a, it's not a belief system. So, you know, you don't have to worry about that, but it can be very daunting and it can seem like a lot. I hear that all the time. There's a lot of layers to this, to, to both of them, really. Which is not surprising because just think about how complicated life has been over the decade after decade. And I like it because it kind of gives you some guardrails mm-hmm. to really be kind to yourself and accept yourself and realize you're playing a role and you probably already know what that is, but seeing it black and white sometimes gives such validation and relief on so many levels. Yeah. I mean, the fact that you, I've heard that twice this week, once from my own mastermind group and once from another client who literally it brought him to tears because he's like, you literally just gave, gave me grace to understand and honor who I am and and know like I'm perfectly perfect the way I am. That's so true. Thank you, Beckett. Thank you, JJ. And that's a wrap. See you again here and over at togetherweseek.online where you can join live discussions with energy practitioners, healers, and spiritual leaders. See you there.